0: Let's
3: go, girls.
4: Come on. I'm going out tonight. I'm feeling over. This, Welcome back. That's how you
2: wanted to uh, play in The Sheriff?
4: That's, well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're finishing really up the last hour.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're Don't right. Don't you yeah.
4: worry about The Sheriff. He's just fine, Marcus. He's he doesn't feel like a woman. Why don't you
2: ask him yourself.
4: You can ask him. Are you ready to <laughs> ready to talk to him?
0: Good evening, Sheriff Hodgson. How are you? Good. Try it again. Good evening, Sheriff Hodgson. How are you?
1: Good evening, and, and I just appreciate you guys not playing. I shot the sheriff. <laughs> 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 that means a lot. Me. i thought about that, that. Would mean, mean a lot
2: to you. I've thought about playing that when you were Marcus, on. Careful, yeah,
1: Marcus, careful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 hovering around a felony, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, before we get into all the debate discussion that, that we had today, um, which, quite frankly, I was telling them off the air and, and on the air, we talked about in the first hour, that was all unfolding unbeknownst to me, right? Um, and, and then, I, but unbeknownst to Marcus, I had booked you to come in, you know, to, to give us a call for a little bit to update us on where you've been in the campaign since receiving the GOP nomination. So, before we get into the debate stuff, uh, how's the campaign going? And, um, I understand you've picked up a number of endorsements.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Chris, the, well, the campaign's going very well, and I'm, I'm very blessed to have so many people uh, throughout the county. It's just been really exciting uh, to see the momentum. But, um, yeah, we, we uh, I, I am so humbled by the, the number of endorsements. I just received the Taunton Patrolmen's Association, uh, the Taunton Supervisors uh, uh, Union, Dighton Police Association, of course, you know, I think probably by now we had, uh, Massachusetts state police, uh, with custom, custom border patrol, uh, Mikufu, who I'm so proud my, my, my correctional officers union, our captains and majors union at Bristol County Sheriff's office, the administrative union that we have there, our, our, uh, maintenance and our, our administrative staff. And also, um, one, one really, um, uh, exciting! one I got uh, most recently was Attorney General uh, Francis Bulati, our former Attorney General here in Massachusetts, who also ran for governor. Who, frankly, uh, boy, you want to talk about an incredible, incredible
0: uh, original uh, original Navy SEAL, a frogman in World War II, yeah, you, an American you know,
1: hero. Absolutely, no question about it. He's ninety-eight. Um, he's got a, he's got a handshake stronger than any one of us combined. He's, and he's a Democrat amazing, too. Yeah, and he is a democrat but he's what an what an honorable man and somebody who's so highly respected in in the commonwealth um during his time and even now um for his um his fairness and his 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 substantive character over the years, never mind for his service to the country.
0: So, Tom, we're going to move on to the debates, but I do want to just point out one thing. As a local historian of political affairs, I don't believe you've ever run with Makufu's endorsement before, and I don't believe you've ever run with all these police unions endorsing you either.
1: No, I've never. No, I've never uh, ever had that uh, in the past, and um, and I never, I never pursued it. And, and what's really heartening for me is that they've reached out to me to offer it. Um, And and, and as someone who served 30 years in law enforcement, uh, that means the world to me because they recognize my commitment to public safety and and what we've been doing at the sheriff's office to build the the kind of um, uh, distinguished reputation that my staff have earned over the years uh, nationally.
2: So, Sheriff, um, so there is a bit of debate drama. That happened yesterday and got reported on uh, this morning. Um, Your opponent, uh, Mayor Haru, had uh, accused you of withdrawing from debates, uh, withdrawing from a debate here at WBSM, which uh, caused me to momentarily uh, freak out a a bit. But was my entertainment for the morning. Um, There are, but there was a you're debating with us. Uh, here on South Coast tonight, and we're really excited about that. You're debating with Ted Nisi and Tim White at WPRI. You're debating on uh, NBC10. Those are the three debates that you've agreed to. There was a uh, forum, uh, I guess, on New Bedford Light that uh, they're contending that you committed to, your campaign committed to at least, but then you withdrew from. Why did you withdraw from the New Bedford Light Forum with uh, Jack Spillane? Well,
1: actually, um, the the commitment that was made was a really preliminary commitment we hadn't talked to our our um, campaign people about it with regards to scheduling i mean i've my schedule is i go seven days a week non-stop and i wanted to make sure that we got as broad a coverage for the debates with the people in our county so that they could hear from both uh my opponent and myself and November light would not be that that venue to do it, and we we had to limit the number based on my activities and my fundraisers and all the things that are going on. Our standouts, we just had a stand out tonight over in Fall River, and it's just it, it. There's only so much you can do, and I wanted to make sure that we maximize that. And of course, BSM was going to be one of the top ones because you all have have a great reputation, you got a great listening audience, and oh, we oh to make- Tom, you flatter me. <laughs> well, actually, no, no, uh, actually. What, what I, I speak from my heart, I, and, and of course, I've, I've been affiliated with BSM since I've been sheriff. I've been, right. I don't know how many interviews I've done there, never denied an interview. And, and I explained to Jack Splane. I said, Jack, if there's any way we can fit you in, we will. But but I just can't, I can't do unlimited numbers of these uh, debates.
0: But you are not backing out of the WBSM debate. Despite what your opponent <laughs> told the media and, and rattled all the rest of us that you were gonna not do but you are doing the WBS and debate that you committed to, correct?
1: But that's correct. Yes. Channel yes. Okay. Okay. thirteen, I mean excuse me, channel ten. Boy, that's going back channel thirteen, huh? <laughs> uh, Jim but, Phillips but, is here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jim Phillips, yeah. Um uh channel ten and channel twelve. Um, you know, I committed to them I think before Hore did. Uh and for him to have done this. You know, and suggest that somehow it would be avoiding debates. Let me tell you something. He's, he's going to understand how much I am looking forward to these debates when we have them, but that's not the point. But the fact is that this is consistent about what I've learned about, unfortunately, my who has a very difficult time being honest. He He, he manipulates things, he parses his words, and he tries to use these sort of political angles to try to create something that... He thinks he's going to give him an advantage. I'm not about that. I'm about talking directly to the people. And, uh, and when I committed to Channel 12 and I committed to Channel 10, as I said, I think I committed before he did. And for him to, to go around and try to make something because he doesn't have much else to talk about to get some some angle. I think the people see right
2: through it. Well, Sheriff, so Sheriff, um, your your opponent, Mayor Haru, has been soundly reelected by the people in Attleboro for the last ten years. Are you saying that the people in your county in Attleboro um, don't know that they're being lied to? Do you, are you saying that they're impressionable?
1: Oh, look, they already know they've been lied to. When he when he ran for mayor this time, um, <laughs> just he just told you, that he was he was going to run for mayor for this term. Right after he got elected in November, um, the, the first thing he told them was and he hadn't even gotten inaugurated yet for January, said, oh, I have two groups down in Washington, D.C. that are pressuring me to run for two higher offices. Um, and um, when the, he was asked by the press, well, what, what are the two offices? He said, well, I, I don't, I don't want to say because I haven't gone down there yet. I'm going down Friday. When I come back, I'll let you know if I decide to run for one of them. But I won't tell you until after I get my inauguration. Right? Ooh. So, so, So my point is, my point is, you yeah, know. but he got re-elected
2: with 66% of the vote, and, and he's still, in the primary, won Attleboro overwhelmingly in the entire surrounding area, so it still doesn't seem like people are that mad.
1: Well, I, I'm guessing you haven't talked to the people of Attleboro, Marcus, um, because he, he doesn't have a, a, a great uh, reputation with regards to to people in Attleboro. He's, he's been, you know, from the people that I've talked to consistently up there in various circles— um, they don't, you know, he's not a guy that goes to work every day. He comes in around 11, leaves around three. He takes Mondays and Fridays off to go campaign. You know, when you commit to somebody, I don't care what office it is. If you take an oath and you, and people give you the honor to serve, you have an obligation to at minimum go to work. Number one, <laughs> number two, at the beginning of a term, at the beginning of a term, you're going to, you're, you're going to say, oh, I, I'm going to run for and you're going to use the excuse that you knocked on doors when you did, when you were running the last time, you told people that you weren't you were going to look to run for another office look we, we have very di- we're very different okay when i took this job i said to the people i was going to commit i've, I've been offered i had the congressional committees calling me right. the head of the congressional committee in washington asking me to run for congress on numerous occasions i had offers to go for appointments at much higher levels and i didn't want to take those because i committed to the people of this county who gave me the privilege to serve, and I wasn't going to turn my back on and walk away. I, I committed to this job. And you know what, when people tr- blindly trust me and they give me their vote, which I consider an honor, I'm not going to dishonor it and go, you know what, I see something better. And if you look at the record of this my, my opponent, he's, he is a, he's a professional politician who who is an opportunist. Look, he doesn't even finish, he didn't finish his first term, he didn't finish his term his last term as state rep before he wanted to run for mayor now he doesn't want to even finish the majority just start to run for sheriff did you finish Same your on. city
2: council term before you were appointed sheriff or after mean, you appointed after you appointed sheriff did me, you finish your city council term
1: no, let me let me explain that because that's a great i think that's a great question Marcus. and i'm glad you asked it. uh you see when i was in the, the the last year of my third term as as counselor at large i was actually already working for the sheriff's department i was head of internal affairs i was head of law of law enforcement canine. And I was laid liaison to the chief of police for the, for the previous sheriff, uh, for two and a half years before I was appointed sheriff. So I didn't look to run for another office. Governor Weld felt that based on my experience, it, not only in law enforcement as a cop, uh, prior to coming to Massachusetts, but also with my, my, uh, understanding of how the, the, the Bristol County Sheriff's Office Operates. I knew all the systemic issues in there that needed to be built and, and improved upon because of my role as, as a major in charge of the uh, internal affairs and all of that. Um, and so, when I when I spoke to the governor, the, the previous sheriff was leaving, and I I actually this is I mean this is actually probably going to shock you as much as it did me at the moment. But I went up, and I asked for a meeting with the uh, the uh, governor. And I wasn't kind of a political guy, you know, that just kind of would ever think to ask somebody for something. But I knew the sheriff was leaving. I knew what I had been doing there. And I went up and I said, I met, met with the, asked him if he could meet with me, did. And I, I told him, I said, you know, uh, Governor, if, if my boss is leaving and he, he gave me a job, so I'm loyal to him. But if he is leaving, I wanted to ask you to at least consider. We went through my whole background and I said, I won't let you down. I promise you I'll improve that department and, um, and I'll make you proud and you know what he said to me at that time which shocked me and i tried to keep a straight face when he said it he said you know you know something he called me tommy he goes you know something tommy i can't think of a better choice and i was like whoa right (laughs) i'd say that but 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 he said i'm not going to commit to you but let me let me talk with the lieutenant governor with with governor salucci and but i think you you you're actually got great qualifications for this and and i'll get back to you and then three weeks later they called me and said um hey, um, the state police called and said, listen, the governor wants us to do a background investigation on it. They did. And um, the next thing I knew, the governor was notifying me that he was appointing me as, as the sheriff. And, you know, that, that look, that, that wasn't a political appointment. I didn't run for that. I didn't switch, leave the city council to do that. Um, I And I didn't take two jobs. I didn't say I'm going to stay there, unlike my opponent, who when he left as a state rep, he wanted to keep both jobs and when he was asked about it. Well, he's got those he said, huge
0: student loans, Sheriff. You know that.
1: Well, yeah,
0: of course. Well, well, so, so, Tom, listen, we're, we're coming up against a break, but I really appreciate you making some time for us, and I appreciate you correcting the very serious disinformation that your opponent put out about the media, uh, I'm, I'm glad you were able to correct it for us, Tom. I appreciate that. Thank
1: you guys for having-
2: yeah, absolutely, Sheriff. Just just one uh, one more thing before you sure. go. So, the you refusing. Uh, we're we're obviously honored and excited that, that we're going to have one of the three debates that you've agreed to. But the other debates, the the NAACP, League of Women Voters, and New Bedford Light, they uh, you just didn't have time for them.
1: We don't. We got we got a heavy schedule, and and you know this is. Look, I I have a campaign to run. Um, I I may maybe my opponent doesn't have the same levels of commitment I do to to be. <laughs> all over the county that's what i do i always have and i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna balance that with making sure that whatever whatever media we can get out to make sure that number one it's going to be a, a, a broad uh spectrum of, of um, media coverage so that all the voters can hear from both he and i in fairness they need to hear his positions and mine and also uh be able to make sure that it's these are groups that are going to be the most fair and are going to give us the widest range, and and uh, I think any anybody that is involved in public office, including the voters, would expect that we would do that, and not have anybody um, uh, be shortchanged because we didn't we didn't try to pursue the biggest market.
0: And sheriff, you know there was a great eighties video game called Pitfall, where you had to go around the jungle and avoiding falling in traps and avoiding <laughs> springing <laughs> traps on yourself. So I think you would, did. You play that game? You would have been very good at that game, sheriff.
1: Well, you know what i i um i I don't mind it, mind those traps because I find it to be a challenge. I did and advocate
4: the- for you uh sheriff, off air. I told these guys that you love the opportunity to come on and speak uh, speak your piece Thanks, and, Jess. And I've go- only known
0: him since nineteen ninety <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well more like- listen, listen i know I, I know when listen, you had braces. I know my tommy <laughs> and let me tell you hey, something I, about my I,
2: tommy
1: was, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys, I would tell you this. Look, um, honestly, and, and you can talk to any media people over the years, and and, I, and most of you guys know it. Marcus, you might be too young. Jessica, you too. But uh, Chris and I are like old guys. Right. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, the, but the truth of the matter
0: and is, the scars. if, to you, show really
1: look at, if you go back in, in the history, I have never denied an interview to anybody. And I told Jack Blaine as well, hey, look, Jack, if we can fit you in, I want to do it. I love to be able. Listen, I'm proud of our record, and I can't wait. For the, the debates we're going to have, and if we can have, have a conversation on that, that New Bedford light, we'll, we'll we'll do that too. But right now we don't have that availability. If something frees up, all day long, because I'm looking forward to going going one on one with my opponent.
2: You know, Sheriff, I did in fairness I did say earlier that you're probably the most media available elected official in the entire region, and uh, and I really believe that. So, and we appreciate it.
1: No, and you know what? Always I appreciate sure. what you guys do, and everybody should be that way. You, you know, we should always be willing to expose ourselves to the questions. And you all, actually, Marcus, Chris, Jessica, you guys, you guys really do a phenomenal job. I mean that. Um, it, it's, it's a. This is how the people get to know. You know, ultimately the information they need to know when they make a decision, whoever they pick, and I believe in that. I always have, and I always will. And thank you for everything you guys are doing. God bless you, and keep up your great work.
0: Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Have a good night. Appreciate thank you your time. time. Be thank safe. You. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Now
2: let's take a break.
4: Is that all right with you guys? Yes. Just want to make sure. Yes. All right, we'll be right back after this.
2: Live anyway.
0: coming to do
4: I don't know how long you guys let your music go for. I usually let, I would let
0: that I would let Van you Halen play on it go. It. Yeah.
4: We have a caller though that's been waiting. All right, so let's, let's let go on. to them. Stand by. Hi, caller. Thanks for holding. You're live with Marcus and Chris. And Jess. And, and Jess. Jess. Hey guys, how
3: are you? Jessica Machado, how are you doing?
4: I'm good. How are you? All
3: right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be nice about this because Jester is a Trump fan. Um, first of all, I talked to an intelligent guy that was actually a Trump fan the other night. <laughs> that was me. And, yeah, it was you. It was you. Yeah, McCarthy's a Trump fan too. I forgot about well, that.
0: Well, some luster off of him nowadays, but I was I was an, I was a hardcore original Trump guy. But since the documents have come out, I, I, I may, be, he may be losing his luster. But anyway, go ahead. On January 6th, yeah, I that was a bit, of, bit of a hard show. I used show. to yeah. be
3: a Trump fan. I used to be a Trump fan. Uh, anyway, the guy last night made total sense. And the thing is, they just don't want Trump back in office, I think. And, who's who's um, the
2: the guy last night? I'm sorry, I'm not following.
3: Um, guy at a castle. Oh, okay. In fact, I saw your cousin there.
2: My cousin? Yep. Who, who, who? I have a lot of cousins. Which cousin?
3: This is, um, well, I can't see his name online. Okay. Um, How'd, you come anyway, acar- How'd you come across anyway, my cousin? Okay, so I was talking to a uh, Trump fan, Trump supporter. He wasn't a radical Trump supporter. In other words, he doesn't think Trump walks on water and turns right. water into wine. And it is kind of interesting. Hillary Clinton all of a sudden is popping up. Do you ever think that maybe Hillary Clinton got this (laughs) thing all going? No, I mean, I'm getting a little bit of conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, I wouldn't give her that much
2: credit. No, no, Hillary pops up every once in a while to relit- like a mushroom. Yeah, to re to, yeah right to relitigate 2016 and blame it on everybody else but herself. That's that's pretty much all she does. She's got some stupid uh, show I think on Apple TV with Chelsea where they like do stuff. It's really <laughs> ridiculous. as much
0: as many Republicans cringe. Over what Donald Trump is doing, I think an equal number of Democrats cringe over Hillary Clinton to keep popping up. Um yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. most um, Democrats he, would like to move on, really. Yeah. Marcus. Yeah, and this is yeah, the yes. other yeah, one 100%. I, I want to bring.
2: I wanted to move on in twenty sixteen. You did. Um, I did. I, I wanted to move bring, on twenty sixteen. So
3: I wanna bring this up really quick. And then there was a lady I was talking to tonight. Um she had money obviously. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> what we, why is this obvious? She <laughs> was, was one of those Trump radicals. He robbed her obviously. And she's bashing Biden. I don't like Biden either, but she's saying he's senile and stuff like that. I said, well, what the hell do you think Donald Trump is? I said, he's nuts, too. I said, they're all corrupt. Ronald
2: Reagan was senile.
3: Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: He, he had Alzheimer's at the end of his term, yeah. Remember, so, he, he got uh, washed. He got washed by Mondale in the first debate. Then he came back pretty strong. and says, "You know, I will not let." Cause uh, that's, how be a problem. Cause that's how works. Because that's how seniority <laughs> works. Well, look at. I think Biden's actually done pretty well. Uh, they found some some new thing to to get him going. So I
0: I think that. Long ago, it was decided in American politics. Although we've lost that tradition to, or, to not judge people's mental status unless you actually are qualified and examined. Well, that's them. what's the that's the uh, the the Goldwater rule. Goldwater rule. Yeah, that's the Goldwater rule. Because they said Barry Goldwater was crazy.
2: Yeah. Barry well, Ronald, well, Ronald. Re- yeah, yeah, but Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's.
0: That's that's a yeah. that's okay. A wait, true but we thing. can't
4: judge. I mean, he literally was looking for someone in an audience that had passed away a month or two ago.
0: Right. Listen, I I think Joe Biden may be doing what a lot of people do when they get to uh, older in life, right? But Ronald right. Reagan
2: tried to say he didn't remember I ran Contra. Well, that's a that
0: was a that was a classic defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't remember. I hope it wasn't true. I'll show you some depositions when I was in my twenties, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was better than Reagan. Uh, all right, well, man. Actually, hey,
3: thanks for the call. Marcus, it was your it was your cousin I was talking to last night too. Who? It's Not about Trump, but. Um, I can't, once again, I am not going to say his name out
2: here. Okay, all right. Well, uh, tell him he's I said hi on, next. What, does he phone? not want to be known as, <laughs> oh, as, oh, as his Car- oh, Carl Alves. Carl Alves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I was talking to him last night about uh, the
3: house.
2: Hey, man, thanks Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you.
4: I'm not good with the phones. I know I'm supposed to put it on the other good, side. E- good
2: evening. You're live. Uh,
5: good evening, folks. How are you? Good. How are you doing? good. Hi.
4: Good. Um, previous caller, he made an interesting
5: uh, statement about Hillary. Um, because I I don't know if you saw this week, Bill Clinton was interviewed on a, some kind of little interview show and he started talking the anti, the anti-democratic, um, uh, support, uh, for illegal immigrants. He he made a statement like, listen, maybe we have reached our, our maximum of, uh, illegal aliens. And to me, Clinton doesn't come out there and and just talk for the hell of it. No, he doesn't. He's very tactical. Yes, yeah, he's a very smart guy, Old er now, but still a smart guy. And that just that little bit tells me maybe the Dems are going to start trying to reclaim the illegal alien issue, as they they did the same thing with the, with the uh, defund the police issue. Remember how big that was on the last election? Yes. Well, all of a sudden it's turned around now where we're funding the police. We want to support the police and fund them. Is this going to be the same thing with illegal aliens where the Dems have realized, it's a losing issue. It's not playing well with the American people. It's out of control in this country. Something's got to happen. So they're going to need to back off and try to grab this from the Republicans and say, we're the heroes. We're going to fix the the well, well, well,
0: well, well there, Clinton always had that position.
2: Clinton always had that position. He you could there's an old State of the Union clip that Republicans like to play in the nineties of him saying uh using pretty much Trump's rhetoric on immigration. They're like, Oh, is Bill Clinton racist Which I would say, yes, he is. Yeah. But um but uh yeah, that's nothing new for Bill Clinton. Um as far as like I don't know recapturing the illegal immigration thing. I mean, I don't think Biden's been all that and Obama definitely wasn't all that liberal on on immigration. I don't think Biden's been all that left on immigration either.
0: Well, I think that whether you, you whether did you did think you that but you that's it, because did. where you well, are Obama
2: but Obama's had had record deportations under his tenure uh, Biden has record
0: seizures at the border but but I just just so that people understand you believe in fully open borders uh no, I don't think I ever said that. You didn't? No, I don't think I ever said that. So, c- I believe
2: in a more compassionate immigration system. <laughs> Come on, man, you're not running for election in here. Well, no, it's <laughs> not. It's not. Yeah, no, no, I didn't say that. No, I believe in having ports of entry and all that. I believe in asylum laws that even if someone go, comes into a, a, a port of entry, that they should be they should be granted
0: asylum if, they're, if they have a legitimate claim. Do you support illegal aliens getting driver's licenses in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? Yeah. All right.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would put money that he would see us.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just okay. get shocked when he tries to shock me. All
5: right. Well, um, I, I just think that Clinton doesn't all of a sudden raise his, his head and start talking a hot hot issue. His wife, all of a sudden, she keeps bobbing out of the, the, the woods every once in a while with her bottle of wine, and now she's got a TV show. Is there going to be a book coming out? It's, it's a standard thing. We've seen with Hillary how many presidential complaints campaigns we've seen that and
0: um i don't know i i well there's no doubt that there are people run. positioning themselves all through the democrat party of yeah. various stripes and experience to try to position themselves if joe biden decides not to yeah but again. it can't
2: be hillary clinton i i i think even at, at like at a, at, a, at a level like she has to know that at a fundamental level i think she's just this all of this her tv show and all of that stuff it's again it's just her keeping herself trying to keep herself relevant you know she's had her okay, hands well, on lever, levers, from levers from of power for 40
5: years winner. what Bella is the winner of the <laughs> Republicans. Um, I, as far as, far as, as, far as the, the sheriff goes, I love the sheriff because you can always get your value out of him because you can ask him a 50 cent question and you always get a $5 answer. Back. He's good, so for he's, sure. He's, he's good at what he does. So, he is uh, good.
4: He's the guy. All right. Have a good evening. Thanks, have a good night. Thanks. Appreciate yep. it. Gentlemen, do we want to go to our next caller? Please. Yes. Let's keep it going. Good Hi, evening. you with the guys.
2: Sorry.
6: Hey, hey, guys. Great show tonight. I'm glad you had the sheriff on. Thank you because yeah, he has my vote. Hey, this, one, this one's especially for Marcus. What are the chances that all, that all of the illegal aliens crossing the border are, are, seeking, are seeking asylum?
2: Uh, I think the chances are pretty because, good if they're coming from a country like Venezuela or they're coming from a country wait, like wait, Nicaragua. I, you like socialism.
6: I, I, hold on, I can see Nicaragua. Um, I don't think... That... Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I can see Venezuela. I can see Afghanistan. But, you know, all those other countries, sure. But but everyone... Because you'd, be, you'd be an idiot. Not
2: to say you're seeking asylum. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Unless I mean, most I think like I think think like half of uh, undocumented immigrants come here through illegal means, like a work visa or something like that, and then they and then that expires. But um, yeah, if you're again, if you're coming from one of those countries that um, is dealing with a great deal of turmoil, like Venezuela, like Nicaragua. Um, you know, like El Salvador, then, then I think, yeah, I think there's legitimate. I think there's, you know, that's, of course, I believe that they, most of them, at least, if not all of them, have a. Legitimate Imagine
0: claim that for El asylum. Salvador wanted to make Bitcoin the national currency.
6: <laughs> yeah, they were going to base their yes. economy on Bitcoin. The,
0: the president
2: did
6: that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, <Ron>, Johny and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah, but um, yeah, um, you know, because I, all, all I hear how it's here is this asylum stuff, asylum, asylum. You know, because if I was if I wasn't seeking asylum, I'd say, yeah, I'm seeking asylum. If I, if I was crossing that border. Well, I'll
0: tell you do what, do in Massachusetts, and I know people like to throw around racism, but you know who we have a huge problem with as far as illegal aliens are? People from Ireland. They have no claim to asylum whatsoever. No claim whatsoever. I'm an whatsoever.
4: Irishman. Well, I'm, 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 I'm an <laughs> American. How many Irish immigrants are we getting that are claiming asylum here?
0: No, they aren't. They're, they're sneaking Uh-oh. over. They're working here. How
4: many? It's work,
0: big though, in Boston. I'm... Yeah, but uh, they deport them all the time.
4: There, yes,
6: I did hear a story about that. I don't know, a couple of years ago on on Uh yeah, I don't know. There was it was like ten thousand or thirty thousand of them coming over. But listen, was, I was, got but all the, 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 the Irish thing.
0: publications when I was but, a kid but, growing up that reported on Ireland and all and all the the communities here in the in New England. And my father was into that, and uh, I have a pretty good background in it, and I have a lot yeah. of friends in the Boston area, family members who are of Irish extraction. You can hear them speaking Gaelic at night in South Boston. Yeah. I mean, but they're not. They're, they're, they have no claim, but they're here because they can work and make a lot but, of but, money.
2: But, but what I'm saying is, like, like, for example, like the 50 migrants that came from Venezuela, right? The, Venezuela is a country of 75 million people. That's in a great deal of political turmoil, right? Yes. Uh, so it's not, it's not inconceivable that a country of 75 million people, that there's 50 that might be in some danger. No, I don't yeah, think that's. A yeah, okay, problem. all right, yeah.
6: Yeah, getting back to the Irish again, but yeah, what I was saying earlier, yes, yeah, so I did. They were they come. I think they come over
0: on work visas. They come over on work visas. They come over. That's how most immigrants become undocumented. They they slip in. Right. They they come in through Canada. I mean, you know, Aer Lingus has fl- daily flights into Boston. I mean, it's not a big deal to get over here, and um, right. and then they overstay. You know, there was a, a few years ago when Marty Walsh was the mayor, he had a bit of a of a PR problem because. One of his big supporters, who was an, explain this to me, he was an electrical contractor, licensed electrical contractor, Massachusetts, working on major jobs. Turns out he was, an illegal alien, and he used to brag about it on Facebook. <laughs> oh, <no way. laughs> so, that, so they so <laughs> they rounded him crazy. up and shipped him out of the country, and, 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 and yeah. Marty Walsh had to stop it. It was you know it was a bit of a, a bit of a headache for Marty, but I mean you're talking about a guy who's got the skills to be an electrical contractor, his, but he's over here working illegally. I mean that type of stuff. It I just drives awesome,
6: me nuts. Chris. Yeah, I think that's awesome. You know. Um, anyway, guys, have a good night. You too. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you.
4: I mean, how many Irish immigrants are coming? It can't be a lot. I did, by the way, talk on my show can't it last week.
0: Why can't it be a lot?
4: Well, I, would feel, I would feel like we why? would hear more about it. Would we not hear about this problem? Well, they're
0: not bragging about it. Well, what What are you reading? Are you reading the Irish Echo? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, mean, that's an Irish nationalist paper. So the Irish Echo. We used to get live in my house. For why aren't decades. the
4: Republicans who are out here trying to get signatures for the licenses blowing the top off of this story? Because well, they all with work. the epic <laughs> Irish they, immigration problem. Because they
0: work. <laughs> you want to know why? Because one of the powerhouses in the Northeast for Republicans <laughs> is Rockland County, which okay. is where it's loaded with them.
4: I'm I'm a statistics girl. Know Peter King I need is? to look into Peter
0: this. King. Tell me the congressman, the Republican congressman from New York for decades. Okay. He was practically a member of the IRA. I mean, these guys, they're not uninitiated in the politics of America. Marty Walsh came into the guy's defense, the mayor of Boston, now the secretary of labor. I mean, they're hardly the Venezuelan migrants that we're discussing. In other words, my point is, is that a lot of these people are happy to be under the brush of, oh, my poor country, right? Those Venezuelans have a hellhole socialist country. But there's plenty of people from Dublin who are over here now. Or from Belfast who are over here now.
4: but there's people over here now that aren't even claiming that. They're just coming anyway. They're not even claiming that. Those are
0: tourists. (laughs) But, But I'm talking about countries that are Western, democratic, stable. Places like Portugal.
4: You know, during the talk about this whole thing, it like secretly came out that someone in my husband's family came here illegally from the Azores and literally started like a whole facet of the family. And during the conversation, he had to admit that this person who brought the majority of the people over here one by one in an apartment came illegally. So now I win every argument when we talk about this in the house, because you can't. Look, I know my family came the right way. I know
0: people right, right
2: way, Ellis Island. Right, I know people immigrated the yeah, right way. Yeah, but it was way. easier that way. Like you come, you come here 80 years ago. It was a lot easier to get in the country and immigrate than it is now. But I, we've I had could, we've had decades of immigration laws that have jammed up the system. So it's like, oh, they came in the right way. Yeah, cool. for a was reason. A, yeah, you yeah, can't just keep. It's like opening it's like playing ma- it's like playing video games on easy mode. Like, oh, I, I won the championship. Okay, but, but yeah, there's okay, a reason for that.
4: We can't just continue to allow people to walk. Yeah, in Yeah, now here. that
2: your family's in there, we can't allow anybody else. Well, now that your family came in, you well, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, oh, we can't just keep allowing this. Why? Not that's you how we that's how this country n- is built.
0: Are great American tradition is to pull the ladder up behind yourself. You, you don't know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. That's exactly it. That's exactly it.
4: <laughs> you want to go to a break? Yes. yes, please. All right, let's do that. We'll be right back after this.
2: New Bedford's okay. news talk station. So, song. So um, we've Sorry. got we've got Adelboro. you would have never made it. Can you turn up my mic protect. a little bit? Yes. Yeah, we've got Attleboro Mayor Paul Haru calling in at uh at at nine. We had the sheriff calling in at eight, talking about. Uh, the whole debate drama. So, looking forward to seeing, uh, hearing Haru's response. I know he heard what Sheriff Hodgson had said. Um, so, I'm looking forward to him responding to it. I think it'll be good fireworks. I think it's going to be good, too, because he. I hope it is. He was, you know, so he was. um, he, So, because the sheriff made some, you know, not just talking about the debate drama, but attacking Called his record, him a liar. <laughs> called him a liar and said he, he doesn't do his job. And he said he doesn't do his job as mayor. So. Okay, you
4: but, know what? Paul, but Paul calls No, no, I'm oh, about. I
0: mean, what I was going to say is.
4: The shots are <clears> fired. From the I'm other glad. Side first. It's
2: a I can, am glad. It's a campaign. Right, so so yeah. that's something Nick Bernie didn't learn. It's a campaign. You're supposed to criticize your opponent.
0: I am glad that we're going to see some some differences pointed out between these candidates. Yeah, because the time for nice guy is over. Yeah, the patty cakes. There's never
2: there's never a time for patty cake. I don't think. And, and when you're when you're running a campaign, well, honestly, I
0: think when a challenger gets started, he's got to play the nice guy when he gets started. Yeah, but once he's established a certain level of name identity and and a certain fan appeal in the audience. He's got the ability to now pivot and attack. Yeah. And and an incumbent by the way. If you're an incumbent running for re-election, you have a challenger. You are therefore ipso facto being attacked, right? Mm-hmm. The mere challenge is an attack.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so you must treat it that way. Yeah, cuz you're trying it's like you're trying They're to tr-
2: take someone's your- you're trying yes. to take your job. Right. Right. You know. It is it's personal. It's gotta be. It's it has to be, we right? We have
4: a couple of callers, guys. Let's go. All to the right, phones. let's go. Hi, you're live with uh, South Coast tonight. Yeah. Oh. You just Marcus. I screwed that up. Marcus. if we dropped your call back,
2: that, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm micromanaging <laughs> Jess, uh, and we <laughs> I, dropped that call. I'm if sure. I dropped your call, call back, please.
7: Sorry. Hello. Am I there? You're on. Yeah. Yes. Hey, it's Sam. Hey, How Sam, are what's on? up? How, How are you doing? No, Hi right there. Okay. Well, that was crazy. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, I wanna let you know I got some damage down in Florida. Oh, that's oh. too bad. Yeah, I did. I got pictures I could send you if you want later. But Sure. Um yeah, my mother in law's house made out okay. They only lost the air conditioning unit, but my part of my front lanai is gone. It just kinda like blown right up and you could just walk right into my house.
0: Jeez, <laughs> oh man, it's too Sam, bad. I, I know it's I heard bad. you on with Tim or Barry, uh, talking about you were worried about the property.
7: Yeah, that was before I knew anything about right. it. My brother-in-law went there today and looked at it and sent some pictures. And so, yeah, it's, the thing that stinks is, yeah, I couldn't afford the insurance for the for the stuff that you you really need to be covered for. Oh man, they make it so that it's so expensive to you know. What I mean, and then they set a limit on it. Like it was going to cost me like I don't know five or six thousand dollars for like a fifty thousand dollar coverage policy. Yeah. Which you know, in hindsight today, <laughs> I you know would have been nice to have it, but. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's usually FEMA is usually uh
4: Might help you guys out, right? Yeah.
7: Yeah. I mean and that's from what my other brother in law that's in real estate down there says, a lot of the richer properties that are down there they don't they don't afford the insurance. They just put FEMA claims in. But they also have lawyers that know how to do all that stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. So I'm looking for a lawyer, Marcus. <laughs> no, I'm I'm retired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> FEMA claims well, wasn't as. His... This could
7: be a landmark
4: case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're be glad you're that. safe well, at yeah. the very
0: least. I mean, no, no one got hurt though, right, Sam? From
7: your family? No, no, no. Everybody's good. All right. Um, that I know of. I don't. I don't. You know, as far as everybody else in the mobile home park that there that we have down there. So, um, will you
0: be shoveling snow with the rest of us this winter? <laughs> no, because uh, it's uh, fortunate enough; it's not open to the
7: weather, so. Um, I'm probably going to head down in another week or two just to try to get things sorted out. Right now, the electricity's not on in the park, so okay. I don't know if it's just, uh, if they've got to shut off to our sector or if it's out, you know, pretty much in the whole town. We're, it was right in front of Gorda. Wow. We were right over the eye. Yeah. Or under the eye, I should say. So.
0: Well, well, Sam, we listen, we, we wish we you the best no of chances. luck. Keep us, keep us informed. Yeah, I will. All right, brother, thanks. All right, thanks. Take care. Yeah, that is one of the, one of the issues is if you didn't have have a, enough insurance, um, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I think. Right. I don't know Absolutely. what FEMA's gonna FEMA is going to do. FEMA
4: will it. jump in. Hi, caller. Thanks for holding.
3: Yeah, I'm just calling really quick because uh, you was mentioning the Irish people in Boston immigrating over here. That's nothing new. When I was oh,
2: in Boston, I know Boston, it isn't really it's nothing no. new.
0: How do you think my How do you think I got here? <laughs> Did you know okay, Irish immigration to okay, Boston's nothing new? Out
3: there What's the name of that thing? basketball team in it?
0: Boston? What are they called?
3: The Celtics. The, Celtics. the Celtics.
0: I liked it way back when they first got started. They were all the walking wounded from, from the Civil War. They were called <laughs> the Harps. <laughs> right. Well,
3: anyway, um, you like if you go out to Boston, especially on a Friday, Saturday night, the bars are loaded with Irish people. A lot of them are bartenders. <laughs> they work as bartenders.
4: But, but do we? And, have did you know an,
2: in the north end there's Italians?
4: But do we have <laughs> an yeah. Irish immigration problem though? Is I do think we so. have an illegal immigration problem with the Irish in Massachusetts? Well, I
0: just want to point out that it's not just people up, from yeah, countries. I wanted to bring
3: that up really
0: quick. It's not but just thanks, people God. from countries that need saving. It's people from other countries who don't want to. Earn money in their country, they want to earn in America. Yeah, and send it
4: back to their country. They're
0: pulling a scam. Well, but I mean, there's a lot of people that. It's just that it's a lot different portrait than it's often portrayed as. It's not hungry Venezuelans. We've got plenty of people from Europe over here. Yeah, but and there's the, still a the lot Vene's of people Whale from Latin Amer- America. Oh, no, they, We're not
4: and, getting 15,000 of them a month like they are at these border cities down in Arizona. And I mean, 15,000 immigrants coming across that border a month is not what's happening in Massachusetts with the Irish. I mean, this is no, 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 way. no, no. But, these are astronomical numbers. No, but
0: my point is, is that those people have a legitimate, in many ways, claim to asylum. The Irish do not. The Italians do not. The Portuguese do not.
4: Those right, countries those, are but stable. But those numbers are indicative of just we, so many
0: the, of them. Uh, it's just so not many. Not what I'm saying.
4: <laughs> what I'm saying what is, saying. is the numbers for what's going on down there but match if, up to what's going on in this? But if, to, but
0: listen, if you're from Ireland and you're breaking the law
4: here, I can't you believe you get we're devorted. talking about Irish immigration right now. I can't believe it. Where are the Where are the 50 immigrants that were on Martha's Vineyard? Hey, Tell me where they are. Sometimes you are being
0: being guarded. From you.
4: We have to go to a break. We're going to talk about this off air. Um, You can call in. Let me read the number off the wall. (laughs) 508-996-0500. We'll be right back after this.
0: from the fast times you we were doing high soundtrack is it oh yeah
4: handpicked by chris by the way oh yeah
0: i once was at a party in my fraternity days what to- fraternity were you uh, at? theta chi okay it was totally lame it was called a raid which starts at five in the morning Mosas, donuts all that stuff and it was really lame at this point point. and we had to find a way to get it going right we put on the go-go's and everyone started dancing and Drinking mimosas and um, failing out of college—it was—it was really it was a downward spiral for many of us. But, but uh, the Go Go's, folks, the Go Go's.
4: <laughs> Let's go to our caller who's been patiently waiting. Hi, you're live with uh, the guys. Well, uh, first of all, Mike Al. I wish
6: you
1: a speedy recovery day, buddy.
2: Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm feeling pretty good today.
1: Yes, and I'm happy to hear that Chris is there.
0: Thank you.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: And. I understand that we have Jessica Machado there. Yes. Hi, Al. And uh, can't wait to meet you there, young lady. Wow. I say that.
5: She I
0: wants to female- arm wrestle you, Big Al. Oh, no. Females don't arm wrestle me. I don't arm wrestle them. <laughs> That's probably, Uh, I don't think men should either, really, to be honest.
4: Wait, and Al, I don't know you. Are you being facetious when you say that you can't wait to meet me? No, 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 Al
2: doesn't be, no, 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 he's not. Okay. No, Al's a nice guy.
4: I don't know your political affiliation. He doesn't have have any political affiliation. He's a nice guy. Okay. Al's a nice guy, but you don't want to make
0: him angry. Like the Hulk, you don't want to make him angry.
4: Well, let me put it this
0: way, Jessica. Yes. Uh, I call him Big Al Bixby, Really? The reason why, Jessica, the reason That's why so they call me Big Al, uh, yeah, is
1: because I am six foot five. Ooh,
4: I like tall guys.
1: Marcus, yeah, was well, like,
4: I got news to tell you. I'm big. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I'm a, I'm also a five time New Bedford Arm Wrestling Heavyweight Champion with a broken right elbow.
2: She pulled I her wedding time. ring off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she just pulled her <laughs> wedding ring off,
2: Big Al. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, we got.
5: We